0: Welcome to The Whole House Podcast, where you can find home, health, and family all in one place. Our team is comprised of moms from different upbringings and backgrounds. We each have different giftings and passions representing individual rooms, and together we are The Whole House. So grab a cup of coffee and join us for The Whole House Podcast. Hi, Kathleen Guire here. Welcome to Positive Adoption, part of my room in The Whole House. So today we're going to talk about the after holiday blues and regression because it's just the time for that, isn't it? And I'm just going to throw this out there. Everyone deals with it. I'm going to talk a little more specifically how foster and adoptive kids and kids who have had trauma might deal with it. But let me just throw out first of all, that everybody deals with the after-holiday blues and some regression in whatever their personal life is. It's kind of universal, and there are scientific reasons why. One of them is we have that adrenaline rush during the holiday season, and after the holiday season, we don't have it quite as much, and there's a letdown And then there's also the seasonal affective disorder that a lot of people get when the days are grayer and shorter and it's foggy and dark all day long. So you have that coupled with your adrenaline not surging quite as much. And then you also have the sugar letdown. When during the holidays, and you know, think about yourself and your kids. When you're eating all those yummy desserts every single day, maybe several times a day because you're going to Aunt Edna's house and then you're having some of Grandma's cookies and, and on and on and on. And then all of a sudden, January 1st hits and we have, you know, what Jessica's been talking about, having um, a healthy relationship with yourself and you're setting these goals and you're like, okay, no sugar, no junk food, and I'm going to work out, and I'm going to do all these things that are really super important for your health, but at the same time, your body goes into a stage of detox. So that's kind of the overall, and um, I'll link this site, but I got some information about the science of it. There's post-holiday syndrome, or the post-holiday blues. It's the type of mood that persons returning to home, or I would say work or school, from a long trip may experience. So your adrenaline can come down, crashing after the intense emotion and stress, and recovering from indulgence. So we've got the return to school, and there's also that easy-to-understand sadness When the good times are over and kids experience that a lot. You know, let's go to the kids now that kids experience that sadness. They might even begin to experience it just a couple days after Christmas is over when you're saying, you know, we've given you all of these presents and grandma's given you all these presents and you have all these toys and now you have to put them away and clean them up. Or now there's no more presents. Or now you have to clean up your room and make your bed. So that's in the simplest terms. Those are the simplest terms. And like I said, every person experiences those kinds of things. And I think that's a great place for us to start as adults. If we realize how we feel, and I know that I was feeling it because I decided for the month after Christmas, I was going to do new, no, no sugar whatsoever. And I'm not, I don't do tons of sugar to begin with, but it kind of sneaks up on you when you're eating just a cookie here or a cookie there, gluten free, obvious, because I'm a celiac. But whenever that sneaks up on you and, and then you stop doing sugar altogether, you realize like you're still having those cravings or you're trying to replace your eating with something else. So think about the kids. Think about how you feel and then think about the kids. And they may feel it more intensely than you do because they're children who can't regulate and they can't process, hey, I don't feel well. And they may not be able to pinpoint, hey, I don't feel well because I'm not eating all the sugar. I'm not just sitting around playing games. And then on top of that, if you homeschool and you're like, okay, kids, time to get back to school. My goodness, that's a big slap in the face. (laughs) Or if your kids go to public or private school and and they're watching the calendar just as much as you're watching the calendar, Oh, you know, tomorrow's back to school and they're having meltdowns and tantrums, it's because they can't regulate and I and um, how to have peace when your kids are in chaos, I have this little formula I made up which is very true discomfort plus challenge equals regression so <coughs> Excuse me. Think about it in your personal life. Going back to work or going back to school or going back to your regular routine is not comfortable. There's discomfort. And then you have the challenge of doing all the things you did before the holiday season. You're going to have some regression. And I'm going to read this little section out of How to Have Peace. This is when we um, got back to school after the holidays, and one of my kids was just all of a sudden out of control, which was not like her in this season of her life. She stomped, flailed, and knocked the whiteboard off the wall while I sat dumbfounded just seconds before I had been sipping my hot coffee, smiling and encouraging the kids perched on the edge of my seat, ready to assist. How quickly the mood changed. The child fled the room. I retrieved her and required her to walk through the problem with me. It had been months since I had seen this child react in this way. I grabbed my journal and, as a reminder to myself, wrote what I need to be true. Regression comes when you require a child to do new things, or the same things in a new way. So we see this regression after the holidays not because these children have never been homeschooled before or gone to school before or done their chores before. But remember how long the holiday season is. And so our brains just kind of maybe relax and like, oh my goodness, I don't do algebra anymore, or I don't go to school anymore, or I don't clean my room anymore because we've been doing Christmas things and celebrating and having game nights and movie nights. And all of a sudden, it's uncomfortable to go back to doing those things that you already need knew that you had to do. We do that as an adult. An adult and these kiddos, they feel it more strongly than we do. Maybe especially young children. If you've taken, you know when when my kids were younger and my siblings would come in for the holidays from out of state and stay for 2 weeks, Two weeks is a really long time to play games and watch movies and eat cinnamon rolls, and it's a great time. I recommend it. It's so important to celebrate with family. But on the other end of that, we have to be patient with our kids when they're coming out of that holiday season and they begin to regress. Now, as a homeschooler, one of the things that you can do is ease into school and not just do a full day all at once. Now, if your kids are going to school in the public or private sector, then hopefully the teachers are doing the same and not requiring so much that first day back. But another thing that you can do to help your kiddos is have understanding and empathy when there is a meltdown, when they can't transition back to regular life, say, you know what? I get it. I understand. This is tough. It's hard. We all go through this. Instead of pointing the finger and saying, you have to measure up. You have to do this. Everybody in life has to do this. Well, yes, everybody in life has to do this. But as an adult, You learn more coping skills. You learn how to manage your emotions a little bit more. And if you don't, you know what? You can sneak behind the door and eat the chocolate. And when the kids do that, we're like, you can't sneak behind the door and eat the chocolate. So just have some empathy. Be patient. But also be persistent. You can't just let everything go forever. So maybe you're helping your kids put their toys away when they get new toys instead of requiring them to do it themselves. Or maybe you're sitting there with them like I was on that day with all my kiddos and we were doing some math. Some of them were doing math on the board, just reviewing, that you sit there with them, that you're present. So be present. Be persistent. Be patient. Remember how you feel when you have to go back to something. Now, I'm one of those people who I love January. I love goal setting. I love sitting there making all these plans. And this is what I'm going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And um, my my children were often the victims of my planning because I had all these great plans for starting school, We're going to do all this reading. We're going to do all this math. And I would get into the middle of January, like one weekend, and realize, hey, this isn't working for them. This is too much for them. I need to pull back a little bit. And my plan is not the goal. That's not the goal. And if we get stuck in that cycle of our kids are regressing and we are not flexible. We're not able to go back to the drawing board, so to speak, and say, hey, this isn't working. We're going to have to let up a little bit in one of these areas. Because honestly, we do it with ourselves. I mean, I have great goals for exercise, and I do exercise regularly. But I'm flexible with myself. If I wake up one morning and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not. I'm only going to do 20 minutes of this because I can't do the full hour workout or I can't do this, then I give myself some grace and I give myself some space with still pursuing my goal at the same time. So one of the ways that this translates for our kiddos is if we say, you know, this child is struggling in reading and they need to read half an hour a day, maybe that was pre-holiday and maybe when you go back to that, it starts with 10 minutes and then you build up to 15 minutes. Just be flexible, be flexible. So be patient, be persistent, be present. Now I need another word that begins with a P because flexible does not fit. But no, you need to be flexible and I think the key to making progress, there's another P word in this area, is just thinking about how you feel. How do you feel when you've been celebrating and just enjoying yourself and not having a real schedule for your life during some of the holiday days, and all of a sudden, okay, your alarm goes off at 5.30 and you know you have to get up and you have to get some work done. Think how you feel mentally. Think how you feel emotionally and spiritually. Then multiply that by 100. And may I suggest, you know, sometimes we hear this from a lot of experts in the nutrition world that, you know, if you're going to give up sugar and junk food, you just need to do it all at once. You need to do it cold turkey. Well, may I suggest that you don't do that with children? Yes, it is a benefit for them not to have sugar in their bodies, but their cravings and their emotions are going to be super strong at this time of year. So maybe you offer some alternatives And that may require you baking some goods that have maple syrup as a sweetener or honey as a sweetener to help your kids come down off of that sugar addiction because sugar is addicting. We all know that it's true. It's a fact. So maybe you do that instead. There are so many practical ways, but I think the most important thing is recognize, recognizing that this is going to be across the board. It's not unusual to have regressions for everyone after the holiday season. What is different with kids who have had trauma, it's going to be over the top. The regression is going to be over the top. I mean, I'm just going to be honest here, finishing up. Some of my kids would literally forget every math concept that they had learned for the whole year after Christmas, and we would have to spend a month reviewing. So if your kids have had trauma and you're like, wait, I have to start all over again, just for a little while, just for a little while until their brain starts to function again. So thanks for joining me today on Positive Adoption, and I will see you next week. Bye. We're so glad you could join us on the Whole House Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on our Facebook page and on Instagram at the underscore whole underscore house. You can also follow us on the wholehouse.org by email to receive our newsletter and keep up to date on things happening at the whole house.